0: Radio.
1: Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast.
2: My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief for Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is Senior Staff Writer Ryan Whitfield. But today... We have an extra special guest. We have Joe Murray, host of The Joe Show on 98.5, the sports club in Boston, and all-around NFL football guru. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Joe. How's
1: it going, guys? Thanks for having me. We
2: got tons to talk about today regarding daily fantasy football, NFL game picks in week three. But before we get started, Joe, tell us a little bit about how uh, you got started and, and what. Uh, tell us a little bit about your show, The Joe Show.
1: Just like guys, I was a uh, fan of sports, loved playing sports, and one day I'm like, hey, I can do this. I can do this on the radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's the school board? And uh, here I am, five years of the sports hub, and paid my dues now, ten years of the biz. You guys will be there in no time, man.
2: <laughs> well, we certainly hope we can get to that point, Joe, but you got a lot of knowledge to drop on our listeners today, so we are super, super excited. If you're not listening to the Joe Show, you should be. Thanks again for joining us today, Joe. All right. Let's go ahead and get this show rolling. Okay, so fantasy football with your friends is still king as far as bragging rights are concerned, but daily fantasy sports is an amazing way to play the game and win some cash. You all know that I'm a big fan, but Joe is more than that. He's, dare I say, an expert. So, first thing we're going to do today is talk about our top DFS plays at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and at defense. And we're going to give you our thoughts on who you think we think, to pick. George, why don't you get us started with your top QB pick for DFS this week. And if there are differences among sites like FanDuel and DraftKings, feel free to give more than one and why.
1: Yeah, I'm a big DraftKings guy. I I play it every single week. Uh, I I just think one guy – to kind of take a look at. I like what Joe Flacco has been doing in Baltimore. You know, wow. he, he, I, I just like what he's been doing. He's playing against Jacksonville this week. Uh, the defense has really helped out on that team, but he's just one guy that, uh, you know, he could, could be worth the money this week because everybody will be, you know, scooping up Brady, they'll scoop up Breeze and all the other big time performers. But I, I, I might go with Joe Flacco on the road against Jacksonville as uh, at least some sort of quarterback. Uh, fantasy play this week.
2: All right. Well, that's definitely that's interesting to me. So, do you think that this is actually for real? He's going to be throwing downfield, doing all that stuff. Do you think Buck Allen helps him at all? Yet there's some fantasy points yeah. in draft
1: games? Yeah, I just think Jacksonville is highly overrated right now. And you know, Flacco last week uh, had a nice little week. I, I just think he's he's rising a little bit. He's not the go-to guy, you know. And plus, I like to spend money elsewhere. I don't like to put a lot of money into the quarterback position. So he's a guy I like against Jacksonville this week. All right. So Joe Flacco,
2: that's a great, great option there for all of you. Uh, what do you think, Ryan? What are your thoughts on, uh, on a DFS play at quarterback?
0: Yeah, so I went a little bit more on the radar. But before I do that, I'll, I'll echo, you know, we talked about it last night. I think the uh, the addition of Ben Watson uh, having that tight end option, which Flacco loves, is uh, is. is brings up his value, and I don't think people are catching up to that. I don't think last week was a fluke for Watson. So uh, I like the Flecko play. Um, I went a little bit more on the radar because I think, I think Derek Carr is just super hot right now. I know he's uh, on DraftKings going for 6800 so it is it is a heavy price. But um, I found a lot of value in the running backs, which I'll get to in the next uh, part here. But um, So I was able to spend a little bit more on quarterback, and I think Washington defense is overrated. And I think that uh, if Amari Cooper can stop dropping balls, um, with the, uh, the season that Crabtree's off to, the start he's off to this season. With those two guys and the, and the running game they have now, I think Derek Carr is a must-play every single week at this point.
2: All right. Sounds good. I, I like the Derek Carr call. I like the Joe Blacko call. That's really good place to save some money. And Derek Carr, actually, the fifth-highest-priced fifth, uh, fifth highest ra- uh, price quarterback of both DraftKings and FanDuel. So uh, you'll have to pay up a little bit to get there of Flacco going for much cheaper. It just 5,300 on DraftKings. All right, let's turn to running back. Joe, tell us about your running back pick for DFS this
1: week. Ty Montgomery, every week, that's my guy. I ride him out every single week. He does it all. Uh, He's a big fit in that offense. Uh, I know he can play a little receiver, but I just like what he brings to the table every week. People always look at the big games, the Zeke Elliott, he is consistent every single week, had a really good week last week. He, he's just a go-to for me at a running back position.
2: All right. That sounds uh, really good. Only 6,900 on DraftKings. So tell us, uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on a running back in DFS this week?
0: Yeah, I'm going to echo what we uh, said last night. I'm riding this Chris Carson train uh, for as long as I can. Chris Carson's going for 4,900 on DraftKings right now. I think he's establishing himself as the best running back in Seattle, and I think he'll continue to develop, um, and I think that he can uh, have a good day against Tennessee, and I like the fact that he can catch the ball out of the backfield as much as he can, and for that value, um, you know, I, I love Chris Carson this week.
2: Yeah, and uh, and you and I are on the record of being big, big Chris Carson's fans for quite some time now, so... Uh... I don't, I don't mind uh, rolling the dice with him as well, particularly for that price. And, Joe, what are your thoughts about Jacise Rogers? We, I've been kind of using him in DFS in the first, two, uh, in first in the second week, I should say, because he had a buy in the first week. But Jacise Rogers still has that starting position with Doug Martins out. Any thoughts on him at 4,600 on DraftKings?
1: Well, just in general, Tampa Bay is, is just an up-and-coming team. But, yeah, yeah, I'm actually surprised he's actually played well. I, I think he's been hot the first couple of weeks. For the money, it's a play, but, again, if there's a top-tier guy, I'd probably lean towards somebody else. But Rodgers has been impressive the first couple of weeks. All
2: right. Good, good information, good insight. Let's move along to wide receiver. Joe, tell us, who you are looking at wide receiver for DFS this week?
1: Well, for me, I, one guy that's actually been pretty well, and, I, and just for me, it, it, it's Evans and Tampa Bay. We were just talking about those Tampa Bay guys. Mike Evans yep. has been a- he really has been, and you know, for the money, and I, I was looking at it this week. He's about seventy five uh, he, hundred. He's just one of my plays. I really like uh, him as a target for James Winston. But another guy who's right there is Michael Crabtree consistently week in and week out. He's a he's a he's an option for Carr, and uh, I'd probably go Evans over Crabtree. But those two guys, I really like.
2: Yeah, and uh, Crabtree going uh, is about the same price at seventy four hundred in DraftKings, but he's actually. A lot cheaper on FanDuel. Evans at eighty six hundred. Michael Crabtree almost a thousand dollars less at seventy seven hundred. So a nice pick there. Uh, so tell us, Ryan, what are your thoughts as far as wide receiver?
0: Yeah. So the one the one lineup I've set so far on DraftKings, you know, my my second and third guy went Galladay and uh, Martavis Bryant. So I really broke the bank on the number one guy. I went Julio Jones. Um, wow. DraftKings going for ninety three hundred right now. The number one guy on their board. But, you know, he, he's performing week in and week out. You're in Detroit. I know it's a road game, but it's still in a Dome. And I just – I think that, you know, some of the other plays I've made um, when I was looking at my rosters this week, I was able to find value. And, you know, I had the money to go get Julio, so I, so I went with it.
2: All right. Yeah, I, I do love Julio. He's, some, he's definitely – and definitely in DraftKings where you get a full point for reception, he's, he's definitely great to have there for that purpose. And uh, he's kind of money in the bank. Uh, so tell me, uh, Joe, what do you think about Rashard Higgins – of the Cleveland Browns, Corey Coleman broken hand; he's out on IR. Um, Kenny Britt totally mailing it in; he's probably donezo there. Uh, what about Rashard Higgins? He's four thousand dollars, and he's at Indianapolis this week. It,
1: it's it's a good it's a good chance to play, but I just can't really play a Cleveland Brown. You know, like when it comes <laughs> to sports, just stay away from the bad teams. You know what I mean? Like the Colts right now. Why would you want to go with D. Y. Hilton? I know he's the top option, and but I just stay away from bat, players on bad teams, but in a pinch and a guy who's going to get more looks, it's certainly a good play. Okay,
2: and what do you think about Devontae Adams, of the Green Bay Packers, at home against the Cincinnati Bengals? That Bengals defense does not look that good over the first two weeks. And, of course, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb dealing with injuries, uh, maybe 50-50 to play this week. What are your thoughts about Devontae Adams at 5,600 on draft games?
1: Yeah, I mean that's the guy with the value. Uh, you know, it, it, a lot of expectations for that guy. He has a lot of drops. That that seems to be the the knock on him throughout his career. As far as a money play in fantasy, yeah, it, it's a good look. I just think there's a better options than top. I, I I just do, but I think Aaron Rodgers that's that Cincinnati defense, he's gonna have to throw to somebody if there are injuries there, and he's certainly gonna be targeted a lot this week.
2: All right, and so let's talk tight end. Joe, tell us your tight end pick for this
1: week on DFS. So I'm a big Delaney Walker fan. He's, he's kind of like my go-to guy. Uh, he had a rushing touchdown last yeah. week, but but week after week, guys, Austin Hooper, right, 3,800 oh. bucks this week. That, that's my guy, and I just think he's, he's a he's wow. a target uh, for Matt Ryan. But you know, why why do you want to spend more than four thousand dollars on a tight end? I think Hooper is the guy. Wow, that's a, that's
2: interesting play there, Hooper. Kind of burned us a little bit last week, but he was he definitely showed us what he could do in week one. It was just two catches and two targets. So tell us, Ryan, what are your thoughts about tight end?
0: Yeah, Hooper was my guy. Um, you know, I, like I said, at receiver, I had Galladay and Jones i um, taking Hooper for my tight end here. I just think that that game is going to be an absolute shootout track meet between those two offenses. So, I love that play. And also, I didn't have much time to, to dedicate to it today. I'll have to look into it a little bit more. But Ben Watson was not showing up on DraftKings at tight end today.
2: So, <laughs>
0: I couldn't put him in my roster. I was severely frustrated. So, I have no idea what his value is, but that would have been my play. But, you know, for whatever reason, what's going on with that? Okay, I, he wouldn't show up on my on the league I was in. So, yeah, um, anyway, so, so I went with that's his why, yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot to do the other yeah, nine thirty game. Right. So so that's why I couldn't find it. But yeah, so I like uh, I like Cooper, but I also love Watson there too.
2: Yeah, the ever popular nine thirty AM Sunday game. Everybody loves getting up early for football, but hey, he takes us over to the one o'clock time period. I like Ben Watson as well. Eight for eight this week. Definitely looks like a safety blanket for Joe Flacco. Let me ask you this question, Joe. And I know you hate bad offenses, but Jack Doyle seems to have a connection with Jacoby Brissett, and they are playing the Cleveland Browns at home. So thirty six hundred for
1: Jack Doyle. Any thoughts on him? Yeah, just I mean that eleven point you know points per game. he's he's a go to guy. Uh but yeah, you mentioned it, bad quarterback for a set in his second week. It's a play. You know, he, to me Jack Doyle's a safe play, but I do like that Jesse James is he, he fits into that category and just one other sneaky guy, Eric Ebron, starting to come along there in Detroit. Yeah. He's in that same category as Jack Doyle, but I'd go Ebron over Doyle in that situation, but Doyle will get a lot of targets uh, from Burvet. And and
2: since you raised this and since we all saw this on Monday night, what about Evan Engram over in the New York Giants? They basically have nothing going on offense. Obviously Brandon Marshall can't catch a pass unless it hits him directly in the numbers, and even that probably isn't good enough. OBJ maybe eighty percent eighty percent is best. Everybody else disappeared, no backfield. Evan Engram, you know, any thoughts on him at thirty two hundred against the Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: yeah, he- yeah, he's going to get targets, guys. I mean, last week he came out of the backfield. Uh, you know, he, he, He's not really a pure tight end, but Eli right now needs someone to throw the ball to. He's, he's a first-round pick. He's going to get targets. Definitely a value pick for sure. And,
2: and is there any universe in the world, is there any universe in which you might consider Austin Safarian Jenkins? He's actually coming off. His, uh, his, he's actually going off suspension. He's going to join the Jets. Jets have no receiving options there other than Jermaine Kearse. On their hands, a really terrible Miami defense, and they're going to be at home as well. That's a, min- a minimum $3,000 on draft games.
1: Yeah, you're taking a chance on him. But Miami did give up a touchdown last week uh, to, I believe, Gates, right? He broke the record on yep. So maybe, maybe there's a little soft spot there, but, yeah, you're reaching with him. But, hey, maybe, maybe you take a chance.
2: Okay, and, and one last one for you. There's just all these tight end things kind of floating around because, People are going to be looking at these options with Greg Olson injured and in IR and, of course, uh, Tyler Eifert, questionable to play. And Gronk, uh, although he's practiced today in full, you know, who knows what's going to happen with him. But what about Hunter Henry? Disappeared, didn't have any targets or any catches in the first week, really broke out in a big way. Uh, he's going to be playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, but he'll be at home. He's 3900 He's about the same price as Austin Hooper. Are you at all interested in Hunter Henry?
1: Yeah, I like, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be featured. Uh, you mentioned seven catches the last week, 80 yards. Yeah, it was a loss. But he, he's a guy that needs to be involved in the offense. He he might even be a better value play than some of the other guys we mentioned. But he's going to be targeted a lot by Rivers. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's certainly a good value play.
2: All right. Okay, so let's move on to tight ends. We've never spoken so much about tight ends on this show before. But let's move on to the defenses. So this is a little bit tricky. But what are your
1: thoughts on where you're going to go with defense this week, Co. Tennessee Titans against Seattle. Oh, wow. I think that Seattle offense is overrated right now. They have no running game. Uh, I know uh, the Titans played a good defensive game last week, but for $2,700, sign me up with the Tennessee Titans.
2: Wow. All right. So, Ryan, what are your thoughts on defense this week?
0: yeah so I went here, um, but I took the Packers at 3400 dollars against Cincinnati. I think that Cincinnati offense is an inept. Um, they're, they're obviously just coming off fire in their, their offensive coordinator. Um, Cincinnati is a mess and I think the Packers defense has actually played pretty well to this point. I know they had a, a rough game in Atlanta last week, but um, you know I think that was a, kind of a situational in the game they got away from them. I liked how they played against Seattle in week one. So I, I got the pack at home against Cincinnati. I think they're gonna you know they're gonna hold uh, Cincinnati in the single digit t- uh, points in this one.
2: Yep, and of course, Andy Dalton is a turnover machine, so we are certain to see some of those come along. So let me ask you this question, Joe. If you are going to pay up at defense this week, are you interested in one of these four? Baltimore at Jacksonville, New England at Houston, Miami at New York Jets, or Denver at Buffalo? Those are the four top-priced defenses on draft games this week.
1: Ooh, so that's tough. I mean, most people would think, you would think Denver, right? I mean, just right. yourself, you know, the quarterback, Buffalo struggling. That's probably what most people will play. Um, but Miami, right? I mean, you got to at least take a look at it. That Jets offense, they haven't <laughs> proven much. That's probably the way to go. But I think most people will take Denver in that situation.
2: All right. Well, that is fantastic advice. I hope that everybody win some money this weekend with their DFS and the help we give them. We'll ring the bell on that part of the show and move on to the next part of the show in which we are going to talk about other ways you can win some cash because that's what we like. Yeah. We're going to be speaking about those NFL picks and we're going to be talking about who you should be looking at to put your 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 bets on. And uh, I can say this. Uh, there are four games that we have kind of narrowed it down to, and we're going to talk about each one of those, and then we're going to talk about what Joe's and Ryan's picks are straight up against the spread, over/under, and whether they're interested in the money line or not. The first game on the list is the Falcons at the Lions. So let's talk about generally first of all, what are you looking for in this game, Joe?
1: Well, it seems like Detroit is trying to run the ball a little bit more with Abdullah, and that that's really helping that offense. If you watched uh, this past week. Uh, you know they, they, you know they like holiday deep. Golden Tate can do a lot of things. I'm impressed with Detroit, but they're going up against a different beast this week in Atlanta. I know the line is plus three. It's a dome still for Atlanta. That is money all day for the Falcons. Now that's not saying Detroit will keep it a game, but the history shows Detroit does trail late in games. I'd be on Atlanta all day, but if this was in a cold weather outdoors. I might look at the underdog in the situation, but I think Atlanta at minus three is great value. All
2: right, Atlanta at minus three. What are your thoughts on the uh, on, on the uh, spread there, uh, Ryan?
0: Yeah, you know, I have, I have, a, again, like I said earlier, I had this as a big shootout. I think both offenses are really high-powered. Um, and they and they're definitely are trying to lean on Amir Abdullah a little bit more, but I don't think they're going to be able to do that in this game. Um, I think this is going to turn into a track meet. And I, I think, you know, Atlanta somewhere around the range of 31 to 24, uh, pulls away late in this one and takes this one. So I I, I have Atlanta covering the, the three-point spread as well.
2: Okay, so obviously you guys are both picking Atlanta to win straight up as well, and, and so am I. So let's talk about over-under. The over-under currently sits at 50.5. What do you think about that, Joe?
1: Taking the over-under on I, that one. T- torn on that one. You would think a high-scoring game. Uh, you know, if you're going to bet, right, You got to. if you want to have some fun, you got to play the over, right? you don't know so <laughs> yeah, to go right. just take the over and enjoy it. Watching that Giants-Lions game, I took the over on that one. Bad play. But, yeah, if you're going to at least pick it. And that's just the way I look at it. If you're betting – and you want to at least take a side, take the over to enjoy it. In this one, though, I would probably say to take the over in it.
2: Okay. And uh, Ryan, I'm assuming from your uh, prediction of the score, you're going to take the over as well.
0: Yeah, you can't uh, you can't throw out a 55 point total for uh, you know guess there and then take the under at 50. So <laughs> um, I'm going over with it the 31-24 score there.
2: Okay. And now the money line currently sits at minus 150 for the Falcons, plus 130 for the Lions. What do you think, Joe? Interested in either of those money lines?
1: Yeah, I mean, just you know, I personally I like to parlay money lines, um, but you know, for fifteen hundred to win a Gina, a thousand bucks, yeah, all day on Atlanta in that one. But eh, not juicy enough for me to take Detroit in that situation. No, nope, okay. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at Falcons minus three. I think that's the best play.
2: Okay, Falcons minus three, the best play. Ryan, your thoughts on the money line? Or are you sticking with the spread?
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, echo
0: what, what Joe said there. You know, there's just there's not enough uh, you know skin in the game there to to go with with Detroit here. The the payoff's not big enough, so I'm sticking with Atlanta and taking my money there.
2: All right, so let's talk about some bigger payoffs then. Texans at Patriots. This is going to be an interesting game for a number of reasons. Not to mention the, the one of the field thing one of the things being that the spread is 14 and a half. So tell us, Joe, what are your thoughts? What are you looking for of the Texas and Texans and the Patriots?
1: Off the bat, I don't like it. I lean the Texans. Uh, you know, tech, right now the, the biggest question mark with the Patriots this week is Marcus Cannon at right tackle. He's facing a concussion. He has an ankle injury. If he can't go, who's playing right tackle? Cam Fleming. That's a problem. I think they keep the Texans in the game. And let's not forget, backdoor touchdowns is very common in the England off, uh, With a New England offense that's struggling. Fourteen and a half is a lot of points, but would not be surprised if the Pats run away with this one. But early on, I like the fourteen
2: and a half. Oh, interesting. Taking the fourteen and a half. So Ryan, what are your thoughts on this and your your Pats?
0: Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll echo uh, me and Joe, the Boston boys here, both going to take the points. Um, Yeah, you can't you can't bet that with the Patriots. The cannon injury, Gronk, Dorsett, both banged up. Hogan banged up. I know Dola might be back, but that's still a concern. Um, Brandon Cooks hasn't gotten going yet. So, you know, the way this turns into a runaway game um, where, the, where the Pats could, could cover is they're going to have to turn over Deshaun Watson a bunch, which Belichick has a history of doing against rookie quarterbacks, so I could see that happening. But, I'm not you know, I'm not taking that. And especially when you look at the playoff matchup last year, this defense gave the Patriots trouble, and that was without J.J. Watt. You throw J.J. Watt back in, and as uh, Joe said there, if Cam Fleming's playing right tackle – and if you're, you know, you're missing your short, you know, the guy who can beat short coverage in and, and Edelman, um, this could be a tough matchup. You know, I still think the Patriots win this game, but 14 and a half is a, is a huge, huge point, uh, point total to take there.
2: Okay, so right now I understand that both of you guys are taking the Patriots to win straight up, but are taking the points for the Texans. Tell me about the over-under. The over-under is at 44 right now. Joe, how do you feel about that?
1: Well, at my local right now, it's uh, gone up a little bit to 45. So, that means the money oh, okay. is coming in to me over. I, and, again, guys, when it comes to lines, I wait until kickoff. Inactives happen all the time. You saw last week with Sam Bradford. Uh, you know, a lot of people were speculating he could miss. I like to wait until, you know, the inactives come out before I make any plays. So I do want to put that out there. But mm-hmm. the money's is coming to me over. This one's probably going to be a lot of points. But a really good Texans defense. A rookie quarterback, it's right on the line. I would lean over in this one.
2: Lean over. Okay. So, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the over-under at 44 or 45, as it may be?
0: Yeah, um, so I have a pretty similar opinion to Joe, but just to keep it interesting, I'll, I'll go the other way then. Because um, I think it is I think it is pretty close to a push at that line. I think that's right around where the scoring is going to be. Um, I think there's just too much talent on both defenses, and I know the Patriots' defenses struggle out of the gate and obviously have a great Patriots' offense. But I just – I can see this one, you know, I, again, I think that's a, it's a really tough line. It's right there. So I'll, I'll take the under to keep it interesting.
2: All right, shocking. Ryan, take the opposite view. That doesn't ever happen on this show. All right, let's go to the um, money line. <laughs> Oh, Houston Texans are at plus 600. New England Patriots at minus 900 right now in the money line. What do you think about those? Interested in any of those, uh, Joe?
1: Uh, I, I mean, Taylor said, you know, maybe a dabble, like 25 bucks. No, no no, no play on No play on that. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Okay. Just, uh, not, not enough. So what do you think, Ryan? Are you interested at all? Plus 600 on the Texans, minus 900 on the Pats?
0: Absolutely not, you know, as much as this game does kind of scare me a little bit as a Patriots fan, I just don't see them going one and two, and if I, and if I did put money on the Texans, they'd do some stupid like show up in Letterman jackets again, so I'm not betting on that team.
2: <laughs> All right, fair enough. Let's get to the next game. That's the Seahawks at the Titans. The uh, Titans are favored by two and a half or three, depends on where you look at it right now, but spreads about two and a half to three, settling in around three. So what do you think, Joe? What, about, what are you looking for in that game?
1: Normally, I love the Seahawks in this spot, right? I mean, a team that's just hasn't played well, you know, struggling on offense a little bit. Tennessee at home is outstanding. They're one of the better teams in all of football just at home when it comes to being against the spread. I think this thing is going to be three, three and a half round kickoff. I do see a higher scoring game here, so just to kind of spoil that, I like the over in this one. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee. I just like Tennessee in. Seattle going on the road, being out of Seattle, I just kind of see such a good home team. I I, I just like them in this situation.
2: All right, so you all right. So what do you think, uh, Ryan? What are your thoughts on that? At two and
0: a half for the Titans. Yeah, I like the Titans in this one too. Obviously, I think they're a team that's on the, the you know proverbial uh, come up. Um, and I also think that the Seahawks are, they're very similar to the Packers. The Seahawks and the Packers every year get off the slow starts, so specifically on the offensive side of the ball, and then around week five or six they kind of turn it on and go on runs. Um, and I think part of it is they both have had pretty bad offensive lines the last couple of years. And, you know, Russell Wilson, I think, has to play a little bit conservative at the beginning of the season and then down the stretch and turn it on. So I don't think the Seahawks are who they're going to be uh, in January yet. So I, I think that the Titans get a nice early season win here um, and, and continue to build uh, their resume early in the season. Okay,
2: over-under is at 42. Joe likes the over. Ryan, you have any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I'll take the under. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a defensive game, Um, so I I think it'll be just under.
2: Okay, all right, and now the money line. uh, Seahawks are at about plus 128 and settling in about 130, and Tennessee Titans at minus 148, settling in about minus 150. Uh, Joe, interested in either of those?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. The the money line will be pounded for Seattle. They're probably going to be one of the the more favored underdogs this week. Um, You know, again, I like the Titans to win this game, but yeah, for those who, who believe in the Seahawks and, you know, think they're going to turn it around, that's a very nice, juicy play this week.
2: Awesome. And what do you think, Ryan? you interested in any of those money lines?
0: Yeah, 1,000% agree. I'd I throw, throw the money uh, there on, on Seattle in this situation. So I think I think that's the, the smarter play, even though I think the Titans will, will win this game.
2: Awesome. I'm going to replace my bet right now then. And let's move on to our last game really quick. Giants at Eagles you got the uh, New York Giants and the Eagles. The uh, Eagles are favored by seven. What are you looking for in that game, Joe?
1: Oh, this is a vomit game for me, right? I mean, <laughs> the Giants are boring. I don't really care about the Eagles. I mean, there's no reason why the Giants should be a six-point dog to Philly. There's no reason at all. I know the Giants look bad on Monday night uh, and even in week one as well, but I think they bounce back in this one. And I'm going to tell you right now, can you, you talk money line? Plus 220? I like the Giants to win this one outright on the road. Nice, nice. I like it. All right, Ryan, what do you think about that? You got
2: the uh, Eagles are favored uh, by seven or six, depending on the site. What do you think about that?
0: Joe, I love your I love your work on the weekends. I'm I'm so thankful you joined the show, but I, I could not disagree with you more on this one. <laughs> I absolutely Shocking. hate the Giants in this game. Uh, me and Hakuna have been saying it for three years now. Eli Manning has not been good since the 2014 season. He sucks. I'm not touching anything in 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 the in the, in the Big Blue there in, in New York. So I am uh, I'm going Eagles we'll all day. I don't care to what the point spread one.
1: was. We'll revisit that. All right, one. we will. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So over-under that 42-and-a-half right now and settling in around 43. What do you think about that, Joe? You like
1: that? You have to think there's going to be some points, right? I mean, the Giants can't go week after week without scoring some points. They need a running game, though. And I like what Wentz has brought to the table. He's been a pretty good running back. Actually, a pretty good quarterback. And then they got got LeGarrette Blunt at running back as well and a few other options. It's just a divisional game. Normally you lean the under. I just think there's going to be some points this week.
2: All right. And what do you think, Ryan? You got the over, under, half, forty-three. 43. You like either of that?
0: Ten points or less for the Giants. Again, uh, Eagles Eagles put up mid-20s, so I'm taking the under.
2: All right. Look at that. We got a full spread of uh, the choices there. Excellent. Hopefully everybody gets a, a little bit of help with their picks this week, and I'm going to blow the horn on... The show, great show! Thanks a lot, Joe, for getting on the show. Everybody listen to the Joe Show. Hey, Joe, give us
1: your uh, Twitter account so people can follow you. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Joey Murr. Uh, you can. Be, I'm I'm always available, and I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to hear from some people if I uh, gave some wrong picks this week.
2: Yeah, definitely let them know if you <laughs> agree or disagree. Yeah, they they, they you'd love to hear it. 98.5 The Sports Hub in Boston, the Joe Show. Thank you very much, Joe. This has been fantastic. Hey. We're going we love it when you're on here.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it anytime, anytime. Thanks for your help.
2: All right, thanks, and that's all we got today. Ryan, thanks uh, once again for giving us the opposite view of everything Joe said. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's hopefully beautiful. everybody uh, wins a little bit of cash this weekend. We'll be back again next week. So until next time, everyone, enjoy your NFL week.